Welcome to the I Love Winnipeg Real Estate Podcast, your premier resource for buying, owning, and investing in Winnipeg's real estate market. And now, here's your host, Adrian Schultz, who loves all things real estate, property management, and mortgage financing. I'm joined today by Tom Goodfellow, who is with Goodfellow Realty here in Winnipeg. Welcome, Tom. Thanks for having me. Tom, you are, I think you're in the heart of the Transcona neighborhood. Is that right? Yeah, well, we're probably, I guess you would classify as Lakeside Meadows, Kildon and Green. But yeah, pretty much that's where we're going to be. So we uh, are on Plessy's Road. Okay. We're doing something a little bit unique in this episode, uh, and it's called Neighborhood Edition. And, and I thank you for being a part of it today. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself, your business, and the neighborhood that you specialize in? Yeah, I've been a realtor. It's actually going to be 15 years tomorrow. I just looked at that. So kind of crazy to think time flies. Happy anniversary. Yeah, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. But yeah, I'm uh, the broker owner of the company. The company was started in 97 by my aunt and uncle. Prior to that, they worked for Delbro Real Estate, had a big following there or whatever. So I was lucky enough to be put in a good situation uh, because of them. And you know, now we're supported by all the fantastic realtors that we have here. So yeah, it's it's awesome. It's a good gig. Really enjoy it. So you're independent, right? You're local and you're independent. Correct. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So it's nice. We're going to be one of the more successful independent real estate companies in the city. So it's nice. And yeah, like I said, we've got a, a lot of good hardworking realtors here. So it's a good gig. A lot of the realtors, we have had past relationships when I say stuff like that. So friends or through family or stuff. So we got a really tight knit group. And what neighborhood do you specialize in? Well, me specifically, I'm going to be on the east side of Winnipeg a lot of the times. Uh, and Transcone is going to be my bread and butter because that's where I've been born and raised. So a lot of relationships there. Once again, we do all over the city. We do have realtors that specialize in other areas. So yeah, we're all over the place. But me specifically, east side is going to be the, the big thing for me. And Transcona, like I said, will be my bread and butter. So born and raised in the Transcona neighborhood. What makes it unique compared to other parts of Winnipeg? Yeah, I think Transcona is going to be a very unique neighborhood. One of the big things is going to be the people and, uh, of course, the history of Transcona with the CN Railway, all that stuff there. So, yeah, it's just it, it's a very hardworking community. People are, you know, they wear their heart on their sleeve. They're very humble. So, yeah, it's just it's a lot of fun living here. You'll have people that are, I don't want to say certain class of of living or whatever. So you'll have higher class, lower class, whatever it is. But it seems like whenever there's a social function or a sporting event or anything like that, there's no there's no labels or anything. Everybody functions at the same level, all that stuff. So it's a great community. Everybody's it gets along really good here. It's it's awesome. With its broad appeal, what has changed in the last decade in Transcona? A lot's actually changed. So the main thing's gonna be all the construction that's going on in here. So if you look in the ten, last 10 years, you know, we've added neighborhoods like Summerlee, Canterbury Park, Canterbury Crossings going on right now, Devonshire Park, Devonshire Village, Kildon and Green. Those are going to be on the more of the residential things. And then you start to look commercial, Park City Commons, which is just awesome. The new apartment and commercial and all that stuff there. Uh, we get a lot of clientele shifting over, moving into there. And then, you know, they've done the Bueller Baseball Park, East End Community Club. Uh, the library, the water park's another big one. And then they're finishing all the renovations with the mall. 
So it's kind of really expanded and modernized. It's it's very a lot of new homes, everything like that. So you're starting to see it becoming a, a really new neighborhood, modernized. So it's really nice to see. So there's rental, there's condo, there's single family homes that are newly built. And then, of course, the, there's all of the traditional neighborhoods in Transcona, which which I think have some of the most affordable entry points in, in a well-rounded, well-versed community. What's the price range for an average family home in your neighborhood? And I know that's a loaded question because there's new and old, but if you're a young family looking to plant roots in a community, what's the budget range one needs to have to get into Transcona? Okay, so from the stats that I have, like pre-pandemic, the average uh, home address, so this is going to be everything. So your new sales, all that stuff, everything that's been on MLS, you were looking at 297 for a home. That was going to be the average sale. So 297,000. Now uh, in 2021, when you pull that same stat, it's going to be 362,000, which is just crazy to think that it's jumped that much, but that's the market that we're living in right now. If you had to give a ballpark figure to live in Transcona somewhere in there, I would say that you're probably budgeting yourself from the 300 to 350 mark. And we're starting to see that climb a little bit too. I always kind of gauge it off of the three bedroom thousand square foot bungalow, kind of the most common home in Transcona, or I should say in the city. Uh, those homes are going to range from 1950 to 1970, somewhere in there. So that's what I always kind of use as my gauge. So I would say... Uh, a good solid home like that, you're probably going to be looking at that 350 and up probably at this point now. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, when you think about most first time home buyers, that magic price range is between three and 400, depending on, you know, single income, dual income. And I, uh, you know, I, I'm familiar with Transcona and, and I think it's just, I think it's great value. And because there's totally development, it's a great opportunity to get into real estate there and then enjoy the upswing of the value of that home, regardless, I think, of what area in Transcona. Yeah, it's it's a tremendous investment opportunity. Like myself, I have five rental properties in the area, so I'm not scared to invest in it at all. It's It's a great opportunity for real estate investment, that's for sure. And even things like, I know that it's not a, a dramatic difference, but taxes tend to be a little bit lower here. So those monthly payments are a little bit lower, all those things. So, yeah. The fact that you're born and raised in Transcona, you live there, you have rental properties there, you're, you're a real estate professional there, assuming you have a family. Yep. What do you love about your neighborhood? Uh, what do I love about it? Uh, once again, it's going to go back to the people. I just love that you can go to a social event and it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from or whatever. Everybody seems to get along, have a good time, all that. Just all different walks of life, very diverse. So yeah, I, I really like that. It's just a comfort level for me, obviously. But yeah, everybody's, for the most part, very kind people. And, and I think that they there's kind of that that loyalty to certain things, like even like the business end of stuff. Transcona people are very loyal. That's one thing that I noticed with them. I don't know if you're familiar with that. You said you have some, but you, yeah, well, specifically like, like a Wyatt insurance or someone, you know, like locally based businesses that I'm familiar with in your area. Yeah, absolutely. So there is that loyalty and there's a little bit of that. Everybody's got kind of like those old school mannerisms and everything like that, like very respectful people, all those things. So I like that we're moving in a very modern direction with all the construction, but people like to keep those roots kind of going. Yeah. Yeah. 
the the new developments that are out by your office, how long ago did those things start? Well, it all depends because there's been so many. But if you look at something like Summerlee, Summerlee's been going on probably, I, I don't quote me on this, but I'm going to say the last two years that they started to pre-sell in Summerlee. And then that one's probably been going on. You know, they've got the shovel in the ground. I think people are starting to take possessions of some of the homes in there. So it's coming up fast. Devonshire Park, what would we be there now? I'm going to say four years. Yeah. Uh, four or five years, somewhere in there. It took off like wildfire. It was impossible to get a lot in there in the last year. Uh, Devonshire Village was just before that. Are you seeing retails already in those areas? Yeah, we're seeing a few, not crazy. Uh, Canterbury Crossing, obviously, that's the other really big one that's going on right now, too. Uh, we haven't been seeing a lot of resale, but when they come up, they're they're gone pretty quick. People are doing doing well on the resale on them as well, too. Okay. Tom, how do people reach you? Uh, you can email me, tom at goodfellowrealty.com or my cell phone, 204-807-3311 or go take a look at our website, goodfellowrealty.com. Thanks so much, Tom, for being a part of today's episode. Thanks for listening to the I Love Winnipeg Real Estate Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating, which will help us reach more listeners. Until next time, connect with us on social media and online at ilovewinnipegrealestate.ca.